0: Hello and welcome to a new edition of starcast from planet waves for December 22nd 2022 I guess 12 22 22 this edition will be looking at the chart for the Capricorn new moon I have that somewhere uh, for the Capricorn new moon which takes place at 5:16 and 43 seconds a.m. eastern standard time um, this is a new moon that is quite close to the solstice. So uh, periodically, the solar-lunar cycle has the new moons happening right around when the sun changes signs, uh, which adds a little extra impact to the event, particularly when uh, this is in a cardinal sign uh, because it is making an aspect to the first degree of Aries. This mysterious thing. Uh, about astrology, is that when things happen in aspect, not to a planet or a star or uh, whatever else, a magical point or something, uh, but when they happen in aspect to the first degree of Aries, there can be a a bunch of energy that is released. Um, As someone who is both a news reporter and a journalist, I have just been... Astonished at the ability of the Aries point to create this intersection, or perhaps better said, symbolize this intersection between the personal and the collective. And as I've said many times, and and will continue to say, that th- that statement is starting to lose its meaning, because we are so constantly overwhelmed with information coming from all of these essentially government sources that's being pumped into our phones and television sets and email around the clock, that we're in this age where there really is no separating the private and the public anymore. I mean, we, we think it's normal that these public authorities just come – bursting into our lives and force us to, or think they can force us to do things like inject our children with poison or not drink milk that has not been pasteurized. And they very, by the way, those two concepts are very closely related uh, because the idea of the disease pathogen has historically been used as a way to control populations going back Pretty much as, as far as I am aware in history, but certainly uh, through the 20th and 21st centuries, it's gotten to the point where it's completely ridiculous. But when I say that we're, we're in this uh, moment where thanks to both, first of all, the new moon, square the Aries point, big, fat, happy Jupiter sitting on uh, the Aries point, uh, other activity in early Capricorn, uh, the dwarf planet primary asteroid series uh, being in the first degree of Libra. Uh, and, and I say something like, oh, this enhances the intersection between the personal and the collective, and yet our lives are completely soaked with the so-called collective much of which is coming straight from the government, by the way, that it started start to sound like a meaningless statement because how would you know the difference if you don't remember when it wasn't like that? And even if you were alive, then you you probably don't remember because digital technology has essentially eclipsed memory. It eclipses the the inner senses. So let me just talk a little bit more about that chart now that I've given you my... Philosophy of the Aries point and and where we're at. Um, th- this is a very powerful Grand Cross New Moon. Um, it is um pumped up by the fact that Jupiter is um, is is in on the Aries point. It is at seven arc minutes. No, let's see for the time of this um this New Moon tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, overnight, basically, um the. The position of Jupiter is sixteen arc minutes of Jupiter, so it it is um, holding the Aries point and creating this sense of l- l- largeness. And then, uh, as I mentioned, the um, the minor planet Ceres is opposite Jupiter, and then there is a Centaur called Bionor, um, which is but wh- whatever it's it's about specifically is a Centaur. Centaur is always uh, create an edgy feeling, and a um, they enhance the sense of of crisis and are calling uh, for us to pay attention uh, to to what actually uh, we need to address. And this is in a very close opposition. The new moon takes place at one degree thirty three of Capricorn, binary, or is at one degree of Cancer, and and forty one. And then we have Ceres, which is square the new moon but it is also conjunct a deep space point called M87 uh, M87 is an absolutely massive galaxy in the, in the sense of the universe fairly close to us so the universe is a very large place but it is it is in the group of galaxies uh, in in our kind of watershed of galaxies, I've talked about uh, the Great Attractor a number of times, and so what M87 does is it too pumps up the the energy, and it has a way of creating a kind of a a black hole feeling. And and one of my concerns about this chart is that Ceres, uh, an, an asteroid, it's really. It should be known as a planet. It's it's currently a dwarf planet. It's been categorized as anything you can possibly categorize something as. It's categorized as a planet, a comet, an asteroid, uh, and now a dwarf planet. It, has, it hasn't changed much? It's still out there, beautiful thing, orbiting out in the main asteroid belt. Uh, it it is a very important indicator for the place where food. Meets emotion, which is a vast subject, very important subject. How uh, how food makes us feel, our our connections of uh, intimacy and food. It is in Libra enhancing this feeling, and and series is also about relationships between mothers and daughters. This is a special category of relationships that that, that is very different from. Sons and mothers, very different from sons and fathers. Very different from daughters and fathers. The mother-daughter relationship is in its own exceptionally important to study category of relationships. Um, there, there are some good books about this. Uh, I. I the, my my one remaining favorite feminist text is The Second Sex by Simone de Beauvoir, and she talks about this. Um, but there's um, – well, I, I don't want to say too much, but I will say here because I'm kind of going out on a limb in terms of talking about how this might manifest. But I, I would say if you're a mom or a daughter and you're going to be around your mom or your daughter, just kind of hang a little bit looser – uh, this holiday season, and pay attention to um how you really feel, like what is your real underlying sensation, and who are the real mother figures in your life i'm I'm one of those people um whose mom was only a mother figure in my life for a while, and then, uh for example, pretty much after the age of uh, around two and a half, I was raised by a diversity of student nurses and nannies and various other caretakers and my Aunt Josie, who became my primary maternal figure. She passed away at age 90 in 1994. I was blessed to have her in my life for 30 years. And what I learned from Aunt Josie has at least left a door open to the idea that women can treat me In an empathetic way, it's not a guarantee, but at least I have a concept in my mind uh, that someone might care enough about me to consciously desire to take care of me. So who are those people in your life? If if you have one or more of them, you are very fortunate. And if you don't have one or more of them, it is never too late to find... Uh, find someone who, you know, cares about you, and I don't mean in a romantic way. I mean in a um, in a in a kind of a grounded and honest, uh, spiritually present way. A uh, few other things going on in these charts. Uh, there, there is an absolutely magnificent aspect right now between retrograde Mars, and and Chiron. I think that was at uh, it's that was at full focus uh, yesterday, but it's still very close now. Mars will be retrograde uh, through the 12th of January um, when it will station direct. I haven't covered Mars, so the station direct of Mars in this column. I'll probably write an extended column early in January to uh, cover Mars stationing direct in, now it'll be early Gemini. Um, this has been very interesting Mars retrograde process. Uh, th- there is a a lot more to come once Mars stations direct in January, around January 12. Uh, on January 12, actually, it's then going to creep across in direct motion all of those degrees where it was retrograde. It was going to, It's going to, therefore, repeat its sextile to Chiron. It's square to Nessus and make contact with many other points along the way before, finally, it makes a third 90-degree aspect to Neptune, And one of the processes that anyone vaguely spiritually sensitive is going through right now may involve a reconciliation of, of what is true and, and what is not. And uh, I was doing the Aries reading last night, the audio reading for Inner Space, and I kind of got a little carried away saying there is only one spiritual matter at all. You could say it's love, and you could say it's God, and you could say it's a lot of things. But there's ultimately one supreme value, and that is the value on what is true and the commitment to that being the only thing ever worth paying attention to. That is where to to invest our energy. And so anyone who's not concerned about whether something is true – is just like completely misguided as far as I'm concerned, because that's the master value. That's the thing that that pretty much arbitrates every other value. All right, one other thing I'm noticing in this chart, um, and I haven't said much about this, but it's going into every chart. As you may know, I, I work with a whole diversity of kinds of planets. I'm a very good astrologer working at seven planets. You can strip everything out. You can leave me with everything just out to Saturn, and I will do fine. But over the years, I have learned and acquired a tool set of many different kinds of planets. And one of them, one of the, the groups, it's not very popular anymore. But it's the it's a group known as the Uranian points or the, uh, the U- Uranian astrology. Basically, it's called. It's uh, from from the late late nineteenth and early twentieth centuries, and they invented somehow. I've never been able to ferret it out how exactly this was done. Um, a set of eight additional planets, which don't have bodies. Some of them have orbits that uh, that are eight hundred years or so, and one of them is in Capricorn, exactly conjunct this new moon, and it's called um, it's it's called Cupido, and it looks like Jupiter. It's a kind of a com- combination of the Jupiter glyph and the and the Venus glyph. Uh, I have actually got it in there, and it's um and and it is uh, exactly i don't know what the little number 5 next to it is but it's it is it is actually at about 1 degree in change of of Camp Corn. and it is about bringing people together so it is 2022 uh, the holidays of uh, of of 2020 were were just crushed and ruined by a bunch of uh, dipsticks in davos switzerland which is the Uh, origin of all of this uh, chaos we've been living through. Yes, a group of billionaires in Switzerland have done this to us. This is not a conspiracy theory. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a journalist. I deal in facts. They've ruined holidays of 2020. They created a vaccine war in 2021. The vaccine war has finally subsided. I'm allowed to go out to dinner in New York City. How about that? I, I I have not taken a vaccine. I will never take a vaccine ever. I will never go to a country requiring an injection of any kind. However, that's all over for now. We, we now can go to dinner at one another's homes. I'll be going to dinner at the home of the... Friends, where I couldn't go to dinner for the last two years, so it is uh, it is uh, perfect that that this new moon is conjunct Cupido. That that is about a gathering. Uh, it is it is about good feelings. It's a combination of the benefic planets, Jupiter and Venus, kind of all kind of t- stitched together in one idea. I should write a whole article about these trans Neptunian points that really. Really interesting concepts, and I find them somewhat difficult to work with, but I do work with some of them in every single collective chart that I cast. So, we've got some good tidings from this um, moon sun, uh, Cupido conjunction, and that that's that is in the mix of the uh, in, in the mix of the Grand Cross. Okay, so this uh podcast is connected to a monthly horoscope. This is Uh, been sent to all of our subscribers wherever you're listening. uh, You can find it either on Substack or on the My Account page at Planet Waves or on the monthly horoscope page at Planet Waves, which I love. We're the only people who do this. I don't even know who's writing horoscopes anymore, quite frankly, but we accumulate the entire year of monthly horoscopes by sign on one page, so that if you're curious and uh, feel like taking, uh, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes to read your year of monthly horoscopes, you can see how I have developed uh, the the unfolding astrology of, uh, of, of, of this time in history for you. And uh, we continue to uh, write what I think of uh, as one of very few spiritually relevant, literate horoscope columns. All right, thank you for listening. Thanks for being part of Planet Waves and for your business and your trust and the time that you take um, in um, listening to my words and reading my words. All right, on that note, I leave you. Um, I'm going to be laying low for a while, but I'll probably do a show on on Friday. There you go. Contradicting myself. Bye for now.